Statistics show that in times of conflict, men overwhelmingly feel disrespected, not unloved, and if forced to choose, they would choose respect over love. Nina Rosner is the author of two eye-opening books, The Respect Dear and With All Due Respect. She serves as the executive director of Greater Impact Ministries. Nina has more than 20 years in the communications and training industry and has coached church staffs, pastors, executives, and managers. I'm Tina Griffin. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Counterculture Mom Show. For this Valentine's season, I wanted to hone in on some matrimony bliss as we discuss how to make our marriage even stronger and to help us do that. Let's welcome Nina Rosner, Executive Director of Greater Impact Ministries. Nina, Tina here. How are you doing? (laughs) Hey, it's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much for everything you're doing. I know today we have a jam-packed day. Your schedule's packed with a bunch of, I'm guessing, marriages wanting your advice. Am I right on that? Yeah, so I work with couples that are in crisis. We take the people that have been told divorce, (laughs) and they think that's the only option. And uh, we help them navigate the covenant that they have with God and interact with each other in a new way. Like they think they've done everything. They have not done this. And it works. Praise the Lord for you. It's all I got to say. And we're still married 16 years going strong. It's been a massive roller coaster ride. Let me tell you something, but I still have some hair left. He has some hair (laughs) left. So there is hope for us. I I tell you what, we need you now more than ever, America as a whole and us as a couple. I mean, any expert advice we can get is only going to make us stronger. You and your husband have three children. You live near Cincinnati. So if we have to come a couple hour drive north to see you in person, that might happen after what we talk about today. Let's just dig right in. Relationships, sex, and cohabitation are changing dramatically here in this country. What do you see as the likely outcome for those in the church? Yeah. So we don't look any different than the culture at this point. Um, maybe a little bit, but the data around divorce is that, yeah, Christian married couples stay together a little bit longer, but um, it, it really, we don't, and the, the ones that do, they don't really look like they're happy <laughs> like for the most part. Everybody's struggling in their marriages. That is a true thing. Why do you think so many of us, if not all of us, are struggling with our marriages? Besides, of course, the outcome of COVID and the extra stress, all of that. What else is a factor in that? So everywhere we go, there we are. And we have this habit of looking at something that happens and blaming the other person instead of going to God and saying, hey, what is this being tipped over in me? that I'm reacting like this, because if we stop that cycle, then what happens is we're able to navigate a positive outcome. And so we call women to be women of strength and dignity to navigate this space because, and this is not offensive, I don't mean to offend men, but women are more relational than men are. Most of our conversations are about relationships and we are the nurturers in the marriage and we are biologically different i know that's not culturally a cool thing to say right now but it's biology men bond through vasopressin which is let's go conquer this thing women are oxytocin let's talk about our day and connect right relationally so it's different and nobody knows how to navigate that well Unreal. I'm just glad that you help us navigate that because um, there's going to be a lot of marriages, I believe, spared and saved as a result of what you have to share today. These these questions, these upcoming questions are phenomenal. Um, 
most people have heard the idea that women need love, men need respect. In reality, don't we all need a combination of both? Oh, yes, definitely. And I think that's worded in the Bible to give women an idea of how to treat their spouse. Um, we see way too many women that will treat their husband as if he's one of their kids. And what that does is it demeans a man and eventually he stops trying. And so they, they come to us when he's stopped trying and it's like, okay, let's work on our language here and let's empower and encourage him. Not that we're responsible for his sin because he's choosing to check out, but we're creating an environment that makes it really easy for him. And that right, wrong or whatever, like who is to blame for that? Like, I don't know. But at the end of the day, we can do something about it. And I see people doing that all the time. Our clients are successful in saving their marriages. I know what women are saying right now watching this. What if what if the guy, the husband does something really stupid and I'm not saying that it justifies the wife's response, treating him like a child. How do you navigate that where you're still respecting your husband, but they did something really dumb, not that we don't, but I'm just going off of yeah. what you just said, where we still respect them with, with that happening and not as a, a child, because sometimes I catch myself like doing that, saying it in a certain mm -hmm. tone of voice or saying certain words where it's like I'm, I'm raising a fifth child and I know that's wrong. How do we navigate that? Yeah, so it does. It, our respect for someone else should be because we're a respectful, godly person, not because we've judged them <laughs> as being worthy of it. Our Lord loves that other person, and it's up to us to make a decision that we're going to be respectful of other people, whether they deserve it or not. And so we can interact in a way that's way more effective, <laughs> seriously and get over the immaturity within us that wants to condemn them, wants to blame them, wants them to rescue us and be the adult in the relationship. And we're like, oh, well, I'm not dealing with an adult. Yes, you are. You've created an environment and you may not know this, but you've, you're treating him in a way that makes it really easy for him to not level up and not be a good man. And what we do, there's a process to get out of that. There's a process to get into that, right? So avoid that. But once you're in it, we can help you get out of that. Even if there's separation, even if there's divorce papers filed, like no kidding. And it doesn't have to be that dramatic. If you just catch yourself in that space, like thinking less of your husband, like what's that about in you that's judging someone who's so, so precious to God. And that means you have to look at solving your problems differently than you are now. And that is a big thing to consider because once you stop taking the bait of judgment, and being offended, then you can see your husband differently and can see him the way that God does. And then you can affect your relationship differently. I, I'm seriously forgetting that we're taping this for America to watch. I must feel like I'm on a Zoom call with you and it's a private counseling session. <laughs> uh, like, uh, the last couple of weeks, I said, we're gonna be raw and real in 2024, people. Well, we are raw and real. Um, we have a couple series coming up where Luke's like, I know you're gonna pick on me, go ahead. I, I know what topics you're doing, just, let America know we're working on this. Well, now it's my turn. So let's say I surpass the judgment. He apologizes. I accept it for whatever might have happened. Sometimes I feel like if it's a quick apology, let's move on. That 
the man, Luke, in this case might say, oh, I'm going to it's not a big deal if I repeat this again because she just quickly forgave and I can repeat the problem. And like I feel I don't want to ever become a doormat because I felt like mm -hmm. that in the past. But I yeah. absolutely have a tendency to then respond as if sometimes not all the time, sometimes he's a child because I, I'm like, one of these times, I hope it doesn't repeat because I don't want to be stepped on again. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. how do you oh, end yes. that nasty cycle? Yeah, so boundaries. So when somebody <laughs> does a thing, we, we give grace, they apologize, absolutely. They do the same thing, thing again, we've got a pattern and we need to interact with it. And, and that might look like something like, hey, you know, um, we talked about coming home for dinner on time. And you said you were going to do that and you apologized last week for being late. And then you're late again today. So I'm wondering what adjustments do we need to make? What needs to happen so that you can have dinner with the family? Because that's really important to the kids. And so I want to see us have that kind of connection. What do you what do you think about this? That's a respectful way of interacting with another adult. It's professional sounding. Absolutely. But let's look at what's in us that wants to go. You're never you never call me. You never show up on time. Like that's a child. I'm sorry, but, and I've been this, so I am not asking you to do anything <laughs> that I have not done myself, sister, yep. like no joke. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. It doesn't work. And we keep trying it because we've never seen this in our culture. We don't see women behave respectfully towards men. It doesn't happen. And men in our culture don't know how to be men right now. They're getting trashed all over the place. Mm. And yeah, some of them are behaving really badly. But to deal with that, we have to start in the smalls and then build. Because when we act like a doormat, they don't respect us. And our respect for them means absolutely nothing. Nothing. So, yeah. Jeez. Okay. My brain's on fire. That means it's time for a commercial break. I got to chew over what you just said for the next half. I'm going to take a, a lunch break at this point and come back. All right, everybody, sit tight. You're going to love these sponsors. They have us and allow us to have a, a fantastic program like we have here, almost 560 episodes. It blows my mind. More with you right after this. I know you're going to be cracking the whip. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, but we got to hear more of what you have to say about women learning how to respect their men. Hang tight, ladies. We're back more right after this. We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the App Store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country, over 40, believe in God, that for children, well, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the True Play solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high quality entertainment, something that they're actually gonna enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth, that contains the values that they hold dear. Head over to trueplaygames.com to learn more. Here are seven signs you may have a parasite. My biggest issue, because I did have parasites, was teeth grinding, skin irritation, and unexplained digestive issues. The other indication that you could have a parasite is eating after 7 p.m. and craving sugar. My name is Kim. I'm the worm queen and the inventor of the Parify Kit. Let's go over it. Parify, it's your parasite cleanse. 
Sustain. It's your candida and your bad bacteria cleanse. Metal flush. It's your heavy metal detox. Cinnabon. It's your binder. You take Parify and Metal Flush three times a day and Sustain two times a day. You can take them all together. The kit comes with instructions. Cinnabon is your binder and you take that at night. We have a nut-free option. We ship worldwide. The Parify kit is for ages three and up. Use Tina as your 10% discount code. Find it on rogersu.com. With everything that will be happening in the near future in our beloved nation, it's critical to be prepared in every way possible. Check out Farmer Bill's provisions for high-quality, all-natural biltong beef jerky made right here in the USA. Your family will love the taste, but more importantly, it will last for a long time for when you really need it. Sugar-free, keto-friendly, gluten-free, no nitrates, paleo diet, whole-30-friendly, soy-free, protein-rich. It comes in a four-pack variety, both garlic and herb and smokehouse. Stock up now at FarmerBillsProvisions.com and make sure you use code word TINA at checkout to save 10% off your entire order. Once again, TINA at checkout to save 10% off. All right, Nina, we're back from commercial break. I had to douse myself with a ton of water. Like I said, my brain was on fire with what you just dumped on us. Unbelievable. I, I know a lot of women are like, oh, geez, I got to put that down. More respect for my husband. I know we're, we're all feeling it. We're feeling what you said, and we have to absolutely do it if we're going to win our families for the, the side of the Lord here in our culture. We live in a culture that seems to be trying hard to remove the differences between the sexes. Unbelievable. Why is this so damaging? Break that down for us, Nina. Yeah, so first of all, we have the relationships not working in the first place, and there's no experience of the pain in a safe environment. So that's one of the things that we do is we walk with women in their pain and then help them transfer that into a useful space because it does hurt. Absolutely. That's real. But when you look at how do we deal with what's going on in the culture, it's been going on for a while and it's just escalated to the point where we've lost our collective mind. Like it's just gone over the top. And the truth is, is that, I mean, reality is you cannot change sex. Um, And when we try to do that, uh, I was watching a show last night and this woman was like, I want to prove this thing for all women everywhere. And I'm like, why? Like women don't need you to prove anything. And she says, uh-huh. it's some Alaskan show or something. And um, she's out there and being all tough. And it's like, you know, you're, you're amazing physically. Absolutely. And you're probably stronger than a lot of men. Absolutely. But you're still a woman like nobody on the planet. And this is the thing that bothers me is we don't celebrate being a woman. We don't yes. celebrate being a man and we don't let them celebrate being a man because it makes women uncomfortable. They need to get together and punch stuff, break things, make a mess, do hard labor. Like that's men. Women want all of these beautiful, you know, we, we're about softerness. We're, we're also very strong, like give birth to a child. That will, <laughs> that will right. tell you how strong women are. Be pregnant, nurse a baby. Like nobody does that. It's amazing amazing but we're not celebrating that we're looking and this is this is the culture's impact we're looking at men going i can do that too and we need to knock it off we need to operate in our gender be strong in who we are and stop competing in a game that we're not even meant to play it doesn't matter I, I completely agree. And we are not celebrating who God made us to be. We're always looking uh, uh, to see if there's grass green on the other side, only to realize that we're giving up the best for not even second best trash in, in the yeah. ditch. 
Um, absolutely fantastic way that you said it. And it makes me realize now, how can I help my daughters celebrate who God made them to be? And how can my husband have our boys celebrate who God made them to be? It's going to be a very interesting dinner conversation tonight. Thank you for that, by the way, as I respect my husband, as I make a meal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Many of us enter into marriage with the belief that the other person will make us happy. Absolutely. Um, where our homes and dreams will be fulfilled. It's because of these crazy romanticized movies that I've watched for the last 20, 30 years yeah. of my life and every other woman. What's wrong with this? Yeah, so Hallmark movies just saying that's uh, relational porn. Stop it. <laughs> it's not real. It's not oh useful. Oh my gosh. Relational <laughs> porn. I tell you what, from Hallmark, Man. that is a phrase yeah. I'm not going to get out of my head anytime soon. So, I'm sorry, but yeah. Yes. It, it implants this false thing, and then we think that and it's childish on our part. It is immature for us to go in and, okay, rescue me. And it's like, he has no idea. Men are not as relational as women are. He does not know what you want. You need to be clear about that. You need to ask for what you need. And I hear all the time, well, he should just know. He's not a girl. Women just know. Men will not like, well, sometimes they'll open doors for you if you're overburdened or whatever. Good men will do that. But if you're like, if your girlfriends come over and they see you struggling with something, they're just going to pitch right in. Like they'll start forward folding the laundry with you. I learned uh, early on that men don't do that and men don't do it for a very specific reason. It communicates to them that they don't think you can handle it. Oh. So they view that as demeaning. Yeah. So for us to criticize their demeaning, whatever, like that. No. How about saying, hey, will you help me fold these clothes? Hey, will you help me empty the dishwasher? Yes. Ask. He, he's not you. He doesn't have the same vision. He doesn't have the same brain. He has fewer connections right and left side. So he doesn't think the same way that you do. Ask for what you want. Stop being a kid. <laughs> I love your segment. You're just like, knock it off. Get get back in the game. Come on, women. I, yes. We need that because a couple of sessions in this series for this week on marriage were men coming on and talking about how men can get, get it together. So we need this. You got to crack the whip on us. I love it. I love going to a church service every Sunday and I feel convicted and it's not like, oh, I'm never going to get It's like, all right, I got five things to tackle this week. Let's do this. Fantastic. I love it. Um, how was your marriage in, in, over the years? Like, how has it progressed? Were you like this? Got, oh, great. We need a second session for yeah. you, don't we? Oh, man, oh, man. So we have been through it. Like, we were separated. We were both talking to lawyers. Like, we've been 33 years. Uh, this summer, we'll hit 33 years. Oh, my so gosh. We've three kids. Uh, we've got grandkids. Everybody's out of college this spring. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody's done. <laughs> and nobody lives in our basement. Like, <laughs> But here's the deal. I have not, I'm not asking anybody to do things that I haven't done. Oh, wow. Okay? And I know how much it hurts to be misunderstood and not seen wow. and all of that. And I also know the incredible connection you can have with a man when you start dealing with those hurts within you with God as an adult. And so God heals those broken places in us and they are broken, man. They're so broken. We should, we should just keep our mouth shut when we're like hurting because nothing good comes out of that. And, and that's one of the first things we teach people. And I teach this to men too, by the way, in their couples coaching that we do, it's, our first boundary is I will have zero conversation when I'm at all emotional. 
if I'm irritated, annoyed, whatever. And then we teach, we teach them this steps process where they go sort that out with God for 20 minutes and then come back to that conversation because it's work that we need to do within us so that we can interact in a healthy way at the leading of the Holy Spirit. But we can't hear that when we're emotional and tipped over. This is so good. I want to do a series on divorce and have you back in and how you were almost there and God spared your marriage that and (laughs) saved it. That is just phenomenal. I really want you back on for that. We've got to do it. When you guys were on the brink of divorce, did you have kids in the home? Uh, Oh, she graduated from high school. So it was right after the kids got out and all of a sudden you, everything from over the years probably just bubbled up, boiled over. Yeah. Wow. Praise the Lord. That, and I love how you said you don't teach and counsel on something you haven't gone through yourself. That says a lot with the expertise and the fact that God got you through it to help marriages today. Back more with Nina right after this. The Jace case is a pack of five antibiotics. We put these antibiotics together very purposefully. They were curated in a way that covers the most common as well as the most deadly bacterial infections that you might encounter. In addition, it includes a guidebook to the safe use of the medications that is written in a way that's accessible for most people to be able to look up what their symptoms are and what the proper medication is to take. The idea behind the Jace case is to allow everyone to be better prepared medically, to be empowered to care for themselves. Since the pandemic began, our healthcare industry has had to transform from receiving medication to physician visits. Everything changed. Jace Medical is dedicated to providing proper access to medications before you need them. This protects against issues during travel or disruptions with supply chains, natural disasters, and other emergency situations that have proven to overwhelm our healthcare system. Secure your own supply of medication with ease and peace of mind. Use code TINA for a discount at jacemedical.com. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. In The Love Dare, fantastic book, you suggest the way we respond to conflict is most often based in our past, our childhood. Wow. Why do you think this is a case and how does this impact our marriage? So it's it's basic biology. Children learn through mirroring, through being influenced by the behaviors they see from their parents. And so we can say, well, this isn't what you're supposed to do, but if we're doing it, if we're reacting, if we're emotional in the way we communicate, then that's what our children are gonna pick up. And that's most of America. That is most of how things have been dealt with in an unhealthy way. And so we don't have to be like that. And I don't think the church should be like that. Like, let's level up. His ways are not our ways, they're higher. Let's go there and we can. And so that that's really what makes the difference is if we're willing to try something new, do something different. 
I love it. And 2024, it's all about newness and getting on the right track. Everybody, grab Nina's book, The Respect Dare, 40 Days to a Deeper Connection with God and Your Husband. That is a much-needed read in America. It gets five-star. You can get it on Amazon. Tell us the bullet points of this baby. It's a brutal experience. It takes <laughs> so bad. Oh, yeah. It's a death-to-self uh, devotional kind of thing that connects you with God and your husband in a deeper level. And I want to let people know, if you don't have boundaries and you do that book, you're going to be in trouble. But we have a companion course to help you with that piece, too, because <laughs> you need boundaries or you end up a doormat. Where can I and the rest of America, the women here, sign up for your courses, resources, all of it? Yeah. So on that website, greaterimpactwives.org, we have a strength and dignity course. And we also have a free little ebook called Find Your Voice, Five Tools to Stop Walking on Eggshells. And so as you create mutual respect in your relationship and go through that little booklet, uh, you may discover that it's harder than it looks. <laughs> and so we do things in community and teach people how to turn conflict into connection. And when we, uh, when you get all the way down to the bottom of the website, there's a free choice, a free option for people with this little emotional management thing. Um, and then there's our uh, e-course and uh, membership site with uh, a monthly thing. And then we have coaching available also at a very low, reasonable rate. We wanna get marriages restored in America. Nina, you're on the front of the battle lines with that. Way to go for being obedient to God with your calling. You are fantastic. It's an honor to talk with you today. Thanks for having me.